This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Welcome back to the program. Grant's joining me today, Kelly McDonald here, as we walk you through this edition of Kelly and Ramya. So, the donkey conversation, Grant, I know before we started, uh, as I said, I'm more used to people talking about goats and their interests there. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the donkey's fascinating. It is. It's really cool. I feel like there's so many animals, as uh, Annette was saying, too, that, you know, we just, not only are we ignorant about, we just laugh at or, you know, we, we kind of associate them with stereotypes from, you know, yes. literature we've read. But it's it's so cool that I appreciate, you know, these are intelligent, sociable, sentient animals, right? Well, and I love that. People are interested, like, this is the one thing about making the world smaller via the internet, or just saying, if I'm interested in this, someone else might be. And I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people get that when they do their blogs, when they post something on YouTube or or on TikTok, and they find so many people listening, not just clicking, oh, talk about donkeys, clicking off, but actually staying with it. And that tells you, hey, they're curious. So really cool, these things. Really cool and super unique, too. Uh, let's move on here. On the second Monday of each month, we have our guide and service animal report with Devin Wilkins. Do you have a soft spot for dogs with jobs? I'm Devin Wilkins, here with the latest news from the world of guide and service dogs. Devin, thanks for joining us. You're on the, uh, I think we got you on the phone there, right? Yeah, we Perfect. ran into a few tech problems, but we're ah, here. As long as we have you, we are good. And we're starting with the Lions Foundation of Canada Dog Guides Program is looking for volunteers. Can you talk a little bit about the, what they're doing? Yeah, I think this is quite uh, unique that uh, they're looking for volunteers other than uh, puppy raisers. So Mm -hmm. what they want is people, and it's a very specific request, what they want are people with type 1 diabetes. And what they're hoping to do is to uh, farm uh, almost trained diabetes alert dogs out to people with type 1 diabetes for the last 7 to 14 days of their training. Um, I I guess they want the the dogs to be be, um, exposed to the actual scent of, uh, of someone who has um, uh, lows and uh, and that they aren't aware of the uh, hypoglycemic uh, lows that they're having. And uh, the best way to do that is to put them with and match them up, um, even if it's just for a few days, to make sure that they stay... Um, right up to to date with their training and that sort of thing. So they're hoping 
that um, if you have type 1 diabetes, that you'll get in touch with the uh, school in Oakville and uh, let them know and uh, that you'll take in uh, a dog for the last 7 to 14 days of their training, which I think is quite a unique opportunity. I'll say. Literally, like, quote-unquote, on-the-job, you know, placement, replacement training. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Mm, is it ever and very interesting on the topic and we were just talking about this on the show not too long ago because i was wondering about the combination of with so many people out there devon who have diabetes that are low or no vision and wondering hey is there any dogs out there to handle that and your second topic is kind of an interesting one as far as i'm concerned on this topic wait list for diabetes dogs is open yeah that's right Um, uh, Just a a comment, if I may, on what you were just saying there, Kelly. I don't think that they do any, um, I'm going to call them combo training. Me too, combined dogs. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh It's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting because I know uh, the guide dog school that i went to years and years ago they tried to train dogs to pick up dropped like objects but some dogs could be fantastic guide dogs but just never really get how to pick up the objects and they stopped doing it because people said well i want the combo dog so it brings up an interesting point you know what if you're blind but you also want an anxiety or a diabetes dog but i guess we're not maybe not quite there yet with all the schools no i guess not no yeah so um especially since the uh, beginning of the pandemic. Uh, they've had uh, shortages of of dogs, so they have to kind of have uh, wait lists uh, for the various types of dogs. And uh, in uh, Oakville, what they do is uh, they'll open a wait list for one type of dog, like diabetes uh, alert dogs and keep that open for uh, a few days or a few weeks or whatever and then close that one and open something else and um, that's the situation with the diabetes alert dogs for the moment now unfortunately we're catching it really near the end of that wait list uh, because it uh, finishes on the 16th So if you're looking to be trained with a diabetes alert dog, you need to get right to it and uh, uh, let them know of your interest in uh, doing that because the the program will close, uh, at least the wait list will close uh, on the 16th. Friday. And then you have to wait. Yeah. Um, so if Devin, you go Devin, to the what's website, this wait list look like? Before you get give us that, is it kind of like first come, first serve within that window? They'll take as many. They, they wouldn't close the window earlier because if they had, oh, my goodness, we only really can do about six people over the course before the next window we open mm-hmm. um, time frame or whatever. They would take the amount of people that registered in order, reach out to them and let inform them of their, you know, hey, listen, you're on the wait list. This is our intent. This is the situation. Is that how that would look? 
I think what they do is choose randomly if there are more oh, than, I think there are 15 or 16 spots available, if I'm not mistaken. And um, if there were 20 applicants, they would uh, choose randomly and uh, put the uh, other four or whatever on the uh, wait list for the next time. Okay. Okay. Uh, sorry, and where do you want them? Okay. Well, that's interesting. And sorry, where should they reach out? Yeah, go to the website, uh, and uh, which I think is on your blog, and um, uh, definitely express your interest right away. Yeah, because people it will can probably close. just. It's going to close on Friday. Sorry. Yeah, people can probably just Google the name of that test of the school and it'll it'll come right up but interesting yeah. uh, a pr interesting approach too that they're uh, they're sort of giving first come first serve and some random opportunities as well which i think is kind of a, a neat situation there because it uh, can be a bit of a disadvantage if you're not always the fastest at filling out the form or what have yeah. you yeah mm -hmm. yeah that's true that's um, right and then so on the fourth of march um, the uh, wait list for the uh, seizure um, alert uh, dogs will open. And so if you're wanting to, uh, to get on that list, uh, uh, mark uh, March 4th on your calendar because the wait list will open and, and you can do that. They didn't give us any um, end date for that wait list like they did for Got the it. diabetes alert. Yeah, so on March 4th, uh, just uh, have a look. I think the link is, um, is in yeah, the... Yeah, uh, just, just Google, uh, uh, is it... Lions Foundation. Lions Club, Lions Foundation Guide Dogs Program. Dog Guide. Dog they Guide, oh, my dog, apologies. Dog guide. Right. <laughs> Always yeah. get me mixed up there. Um... <laughs> So do we want to talk about BarkFest? Sounds intriguing. Yeah. Um, just this year, Guide Dog Users of Canada um, has uh, introduced a, a monthly get-together called BarkFest. Uh, and it's a very informal thing. So if, uh, if you want to get in there and... Uh, ask for um, maybe peer support on a subject, or if you just want to talk about dogs and uh, uh, exchange uh, comical stories, you can do that. So just uh, that's happening tonight. Uh, I believe it's starting at 7 o'clock Eastern, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Um, you can do that and, and enjoy. Now, mm. I will say that the more formal presentations, if they have speakers and that sort of thing, um, they call it sniffing it out because you're not for me. And um, uh, they're planning one of those for International Guide Dog Day which is the uh, fourth, sun, fourth Wednesday 
in April, fourth Wednesday in April every year. And I believe it falls on the 24th of April this year. So we're hoping to have uh, actually somebody from the um, International Guide Dog Federation come and uh, chat about how the uh, Federation was founded and how many schools are represented there and uh, any other, he'll answer Bill Thornton, uh, will answer any other questions that you have. Awesome. Um, I'm curious, Devin, what stories have you ever provided? Uh, we have you coming up next week on Voices uh, here on the on the network, so you'll be back with us. But I'm curious, have you provided a story for this ever? Uh, not for this. I, I, I certainly could. <laughs> for example, <laughs> the other night... Yeah. Uh, the other night, I had to make a minute uh, decision within five minutes as to uh, whether to uh, go to a murder mystery rehearsal uh, <laughs> and, and not take Jackson or to take him with me. Or, uh, yeah, either not go or, or, or um, uh, you know, just uh, take him with me and see what happened. And so I decided to leave him here, and next thing I knew, I came home and found people sitting in my apartment. Where were you? <laughs> he oh. was barking up a storm. Oh, oh my goodness. Well, And I've had I him mean, almost a year, and I've never heard him bark. I mean, oh my goodness. he wanted, wanted to go to the murder mystery. Like, come on. I know he did, yes. <laughs> he wanted to solve it. He, he wanted did, to solve yes. it. <laughs> It's always always amazing how they 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 stand up for themselves. They stand up for they for what they want. <laughs> oh, I know they definitely make they themselves do. known. They do. <laughs> Devin, fantastic talking to you. Thanks for coming on. Nice to chat with you, and I look forward to chatting with you next week. And All right, we will chat with you next week on Voices and on the second Monday of each month for our guard dog and service animal report. Okay, folks, we take a quick break as we step aside because today on Know Your Rights, Danielle McLaughlin is joined by law student Nima Shirali. They're going to be talking about the Innocence Project. That conversation ahead, another good one from Know Your Rights right after this. It's fun, insightful, and inclusive. Kelly and Ramya return in a minute. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts.